What up, everybody? Uh, we back. We back for we real, back. for real. Like with an actual legit Marvel Studios show again. Like it's been so long. Right. The this is supposed to be about TV, and we've had no TV to talk about. But now <laughs> we do. We back. So uh, yeah, this is Tesseract TV. I'm one of your hosts, Curtis. I'm Heather, and uh, today we are talking about uh, Secret Invasion season one or episode one. Yeah, I don't know if they I wouldn't expect multiple seasons of this. I I don't think. Well, it's going to lead into some some movie shit, right? We hope so. I really don't know what's happening with the strike now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the plan. Uh, so this episode it's called Resurrection. It was written by Kyle Bradstreet, Brian Tucker, Jonathan Hirschbein, and directed by Ali Salim. If I yeah, pronounced yeah, yeah, yeah. any of that correctly, mm, you, I, I'm I'm sure you got Kyle Bradstreet right. <laughs> watch that's the only one i fucked up <laughs> his name is kile <laughs> the name is dumas oh okay a hey, ron what did we think uh well like just like uh opinions like right off the bat i'm thinking i'm not sure what we're doing just yet but there's a potential for it to go a lot of ways because it's the first episode. So it's like, there's always build up. So first episodes, I'm used to being kind of slow. I'm used to, and we've, I think we've seen this over the last bunch of shows that we've done when we get to our ratings for the end of the first episode. I'm usually super hype for a first episode. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. It's I'm like, I have that enthusiasm level again. But after so many projects that weren't necessarily bad, other than Quantumania, but were just kind of meh, I no longer have that like that hype. I don't trust that it's going to go well yet. So oh, it's like cool. I feel the same about this this first episode, but I don't have that excitement behind it anymore. Which well, is that sad. Means there's room for them to excite you then. So if there's a turnaround at some point, that's the it upside of that. Yes. Expect disappointment and you'll always be surprised or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, whatever MJ said. <laughs> so, oh, that's good. Good poll. I didn't even wasn't even quoting that. I love that. <laughs> um, OK, so let's get into uh, the beginning of the show. Well, the first thing I noticed is they finally learned they didn't have to have the whole fanfare the whole time. The Marvel fanfare opening. <laughs> they cut that short for once. Maybe they only cut it short to put in their AI opening credits, and then when we get further, we'll go to the Marvel fanfare instead. Oh yeah, we got. I guess we should address the credit scandal or whatever, right? Like people okay. were mad. People were mad. Now, when I when you first watched the credits, did you feel weird about them? Um. Well, so everything hit, you know, the internet about the credits before I oh, watched. Before it. you watched it, so I wouldn't well. have. I don't know how I would have felt if I would have like looked at it and been like, this looks weird or whatever without That's, the knowledge prior to. I did not have the knowledge because I woke up early to watch it on the 21st, like when it dropped. I was like, all right, I'm up. Let's watch um, before I went to work. So I hadn't heard anything yet. And I remember watching the credits and being like, these are weird credits. Usually like they have creative credits like the Ms. Marvel credits or like just nice credits. I'm usually into them. But the, I, this one, I was like, oh, this is weird. I'm like, I don't know if I like it. I I was very uh, unsettled by it, which then made sense. Like the second I heard it was AI, I was like, uh -huh. oh, yeah, it had that AI artwork feel to it mm -hmm. for sure. 
Yeah, I don't know why they did that. That seemed like a very unnecessarily like, dumb thing to do. People were upset because, one, they were weird. Two, oh, you're putting people out of a job during a writer's strike. So then Marvel's like, no, we didn't really put people out of a job. This was done hand-drawn by designers and then run through an AI filter to give it that unsettling quality. But I'm like, but Skrull isn't AI. Right. Like. If it were, if this were like a robot or an AI situation, if this were Age of Ultron, even, I could see the parallel to using AI to get that vibe. But but here it just sounds like AI. So why? Yes, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why not just have just put Secret Invasion like as a thing? Just because everybody needs to use AI for everything now. We don't need like an opening. Like nobody should be talking about the opening of your show. Like it's (laughs) who cares. I mean, Game of Thrones, it worked well for them. Sure. But they didn't do that, you know. I guess you want them to, if you're going to do like a whole opening thing, you want them to talk about it in a good way, not like this. Because yeah. like, I heard more about the opening than I did. Then the you heard episode. about the show. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So anyways, but so we start with um, who appears at the time to be Everett Ross. Yes. Getting brain. info on the, uh, the invasion of Skrulls. Mm-hmm. This is where we get the lowdown on the whole conspiracy, like right, right up front. There were a lot of info dumps. Yes. In this episode. Yes. Um, now, this section, I want to know, where does this take place in the timeline? Did you I meant to look into it and I didn't because as far as I know, this is the latest thing. Well, is this a separate Ross from the one in Wakanda? And that's what the question is now. Like, that's one of the leading questions. Like, how long has he been jacked up? Like, does this take place post? Uh, if this takes place post Wakanda, then. I imagine it does, but we just don't know when he got picked up. He could have been a scroll since Civil War. We don't know. I don't feel like the Ross in Wakanda was um, a scrawl, though. You didn't get that vibe. He was working to not have international conflict. Maybe it wasn't his time to start shit yet. Could it be possible that there is still a Ross in Wakanda and this was just a second one? Well, no, because they have them all in pods. So he's presumably in a pod somewhere. Well, they have them in pods to get their memories. They're able to still impersonate people without having them in a pod, jumping forward to the end when Gravik impersonates Fury. Yeah, Fury's sure. not in a pod. So but he's they not could... he's not like he's not like Fury full time though, right? So like that's why they get these people's memories, so they could like be them. Right. So that they don't get caught out. Right. So if he's been a scroll the whole time then and they wanted him to actually, you know, infiltrate stuff you would have to assume the real one's in a pod somewhere well then if they've got the real one in a pod somewhere how did scroll ross fuck up like he like how did he get figured out because well, like i'll take the information and give it to fury which is what prescott 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 he had a weird last name yeah uh whatever you know he seemed to want fury involved so Skrull Ross is like, I'll take it to Fury. And then Prescott well, he's, is like... I don't know if he did want Fury involved. He seemed to want... He just seemed to trust Ross for some reason. He was like, you're the only one I could trust. Uh, but then he didn't trust him. So what did he He didn't do? trust him once he got the evidence and said, I'm going to take it to Fury. That's why I'm like, I don't think Prescott was... Wanted Fury involved. Hmm. Um, but it's but it's unclear ultimately what he wanted Ross to do with the information. Um. 
But that's what made him paranoid when he heard uh, when he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take this to the higher ups," and then yeah. he was like, "Oh hell!" But it's like, what do you want him to do? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> but now, turns out he was right. They also discussed, uh, you know, Prescon was also like, there could be thousands or tens of thousands of scrolls here, mm-hmm. and there do seem to be more than just, uh, you know, a few wandering around. But how did now once the scrolls are here, I understand how they can hide and infiltrate and move about. But getting to Earth, we wouldn't notice that. Hmm. With you know, building saber out there, we're obviously paying attention to the cosmos now. Right, but that's now. So like what happened before? Well, I yeah, you've got thirty years that you thirty could have years been. of of story we don't know about. But but just like the implication being like furious. Talos were doing stuff trying to get the scrolls a home world. Yeah, but um, it also feels like this, you know, splinter group with Gravik and, you know, Talos getting kicked off the council, it's like a new revolution. Like Gravik was betrayed by he felt abandoned by you. So he was working with Fury mm-hmm. before he felt abandoned and then turned. So sounds like like Fury was kind of like a father figure or something. Man, Fury fucks up everyone. He I just... know. He's over here messing up. But I felt bad for him because everybody the whole episode just like, you old. Well, <laughs> I mean, going through, he clearly is 27 steps behind everybody else. Yeah, because he ran away. Well, because he don't know baby. what's going on. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, th- yeah, the big question, how long has Ross been a scroll? And then also, um, did we figure out how Talos knew to be tailing him? No idea. Okay. I thought maybe I missed that. No, no idea why he showed up, um, unless he was just watching Prescond, but he's on the same side as him, so why would he be tailing him? Maybe he suspected Ross? Never never explained, never clear. Okay. No that's, idea why. It's okay. It's probably just a big old plot hole, and that's fine. I can deal with those. Um, okay. Um... Well... Scroll Ross is dead now, so I guess it, none of it matters. None of it matters, but it's the let us know the whole theme of the thing. It's like everybody, anybody could be a scroll. They're taken over. They're infiltrated the deepest levels of you know our agencies and our government and all this stuff. That um, was it, fun. Like at the end of it, being like, okay, let's look back. Who's still a scroll? Who's mm-hmm. who's really on our side? Who's you know doing whatnot? how long have they been scrolls i like the spy thriller aspect of that it's like winter soldier all over again kind of it's like okay we've done a version of this but like it's cool well but like the winter you know winter soldier stuff was you know who's hydra who's shield so it's like it's that again but now shapeshifter alien people natasha romanoff the best profiler they've had she can read people so easy had no idea half her co-workers were hydra the whole fucking time (laughs) well that leads me to the scene where uh fury gets kidnapped by the the wonderful olivia coleman what's her name sonia fallworth in this i fucking love olivia coleman so much (laughs) she is just absolute queen love her in everything Uh, um and especially in this but that leads me to like, how did she not think that Fury was going to bug her office? Like, I was like, well, that's my thing. Is I think she does know. Is she planting okay. false information? Because jumping forward, when he's yeah. watching her give an info dump, because there are tons of just info dumps in this episode, 
when they're sitting there watching the video of what he the on the bug that he's planted, she's talking about the bomb and the plans, and that leads them directly to the scroll bomb maker that Gaia was going to for the pickup. Right. Was she leading him there on purpose? Because Gravik seems to fucking know that he can't trust Gaia. Or the, well, that's getting to a later point, like how much did Gaia know about the bombs not actually being in the bag or whatever. Right. Like, but, but there's still a lot of mystery left. But I got the sense that Gravik knows everything that's fucking going on because... You know, when he's going on his furies on his walk before getting picked up by Sonia's thugs, all he's the people watching everything that he sees all graphic in mm-hmm. different forms, which is awesome to realize at the end, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that I don't think I picked up on that. My first watch, it was the rewatch where I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I realized it like when you saw I, I didn't realize the guy in the bar. I missed him at first, but. The girl with the stupid bouncy ball or whatever. Yeah, like, I was like, girl. that was so, such an obvious character that I was like, oh, holy shit. And it transformed. And I was like, ah, oh, loved it. Absolutely been me the that. whole time. <laughs> He's been there the whole time. He's had information the whole time, which makes me think possibly uh, that that bug was left there to give Fury information that they wanted him to have. Well, I hope possibly. we find that out next episode. That'd be cool to find out. Like, that's a, such a spy thriller thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the thing about spy thrillers. You don't know what. Uh, it's going to be so many triple, quadruple crosses. Exactly. It's not just double cross. It's a triple, quadruple. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. But so we'll see if it pans out or if it's just he bugged them and that's, that's it's just simple. straightforward. And it could blah. go either way. Yeah. So who knows? But uh, she's a character I'm getting. I'm looking forward to seeing more of. She um, had all my favorite uh, quotes for, yeah. from just one one scene. I'm like, oh, loved everything you're saying. <laughs> She's so cheerful about the whole spy stuff. She was like, I kidnapped you. You get, um, you, you get the bottom shelf booze. Here you go. Mm-hmm. You piss me off. <laughs> you, you destroyed my flat. <laughs> um, uh, well, uh, we also had uh, one quick second talking about just quick scenes. Rhodey and uh, the new president. Dermot Mul- Dermot Mulroney. I can never say his name yeah. the first time. But uh, a very quick scene, even though Dermot is in the opening credits, so going to be an important character. He That's another prays. thing. I did notice that uh, Colby wasn't in the opening credits. Which made you think something. Which I thought I had just missed it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I must not have been looking at the screen because she's a major character, so she would have been the first or second name, like right after Samuel L. Jackson. Um. Yeah, so I was like, oh, when I went back and watched it again, I was looking for her name, and I was like, no, not there. And they, and, they let us know. And Martin's name wasn't there either, right? Martin Freeman. Right, but kind of expected that from him because <clears throat> the first, that opening scene, like the first five minutes, um, was released online like a week ago with the Secret Invasion website with a code that you had to figure out. Oh, dang, they really went all in. I didn't know nothing about that. Their marketing has been really good. Like, if you look back, there are so many, like, pictures, like, with Guardians of the Galaxy. Them. Yeah, the <laughs> Guardians 3 premiere. Like, people are just now finding, like, scrolls hanging out behind Chris Pratt that you never noticed before. Oh, that's so creepy! I'm like, it's good. Um, but anyway, so, Rhodey tattling on Fury and Hill to the president. Mm-hmm. Is he a scroll here? 
Ooh, snap. I better not find out. <laughs> Don't put that in my head. I was I like, better not find out. I was like, oh, if um, you know, the if the president was a scroll, they wouldn't need to do terrorist All this organizations. Stuff. Right, yeah, like, they'd right. have the top dog. They've infiltrated the, you know. The governments of all these nations and whatever but if they had the highest highest point like the yeah. president of russia or the president of the united states they could just start a war or just do what they wouldn't need to go through the cloak and dagger of it all we probably gonna find out he a scroll even though we because like why cast him you know i don't know we'll see we'll see right he can't stick around and be president for a long time right because he, why would he? He wouldn't do that. Because he has to. Well, never mind. I'm not going to say that because that might be a spoiler for another movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't get the reference. So, yes. No, I was going to make a reference. He's just he's he's in another movie I watched recently. And that's all I'll say. OK. Yeah. I don't want to okay. give anybody any hints or something if you haven't seen that movie. Um. Anyways, so there's all this stuff about the scrolls are trying to push a war right so they're infiltrating and starting all these terrorist organizations because and they can survive in like radioactivity does yeah, nothing to in, them yeah so they want to radiate the entire earth and then just and then have wipe the us out and then be like this is ours now yeah um which yeah okay and so that leads us to this dirty bomb maker who i saw him in a pod before we met him um, oh, later. did you? Yeah, I didn't he, notice that. Yeah, he's like one of the first people they show in a pod. It's very quick. So um, if you go back and watch it, you'll see he's laid up. Okay. Uh, um, Good catch. Yeah. Um, so I guess, what, they infiltrated that whole thing. And then there's, it gets confusing because I'm like, I, I guess I got confused of like what the goal was multiple times here. Like, like besides the info dumps, it seems like we just got a lot of scenes that were just there to give us exposition. Yeah. Um, and then like this one was like, I guess we needed a fight scene. So we met up with this bomb maker who already made bombs, but like we didn't stop anything. It was also the like the end point of the scene was to put Talos and Gaia together. Right. So yeah. that she could learn that her mother is dead. Her mother, she had to learn that, and we, I guess we had to have the whole um, scene where Fury kills the bomb maker so that to really hit home that Talos does not want to kill his people. Like, yeah. he gets mad about it. He was so very upset a about that. There. Yeah. That's his whole thing uh, going throughout this series is going to be how does he stop this other group of scrolls, but also, um, you know, not kill him. He doesn't wipe, want to wipe his people out. So yeah, he has get, a, get some appreciation for Spider-Man here. <laughs> he doesn't just blow people up like everybody else. So yeah. is trying to save everyone. Um, but he could not save his wife, who was killed off screen. By Gravik. So I'm wondering if we'll get a flashback sometime. Yeah, I hope we do. Um, I thought uh, Amelia Clark, her acting like that little the what she said when he said like those were her last words and she was just like what it reminded me of that fucking meme of the the woman where you got her face and then her face closer and you're like the what <laughs> you know what i mean i don't uh -huh. know if i described that meme well 
Um, but it was great. They did a good job of making her seem very young. Yes. She does seem so young, doesn't she? Yeah. And like, so like we technically met her, right? In, in Captain Marvel, like when she was younger. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, I, I haven't seen enough of her character to really care yet. So we'll, I got to get there for, you know, uh, I'm trying to get to the point where I care about all these characters besides the ones I already knew. Right. Um, so that's I the didn't... hard part about this first episode is like, oh, I don't care about anybody just yet. I care about Olivia Coleman. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't uh, didn't feel a lot for her. Uh, she seemed to switch sides rather quickly. Yeah. Like her dad's like, no, you were working for her killer. And she's like, now she's going to betray this whole thing that was her ideals. And I hate that in a villain where they like, if you have an ideal, stick to it. <laughs> You're like, your convictions are so weak. Come on. I I appreciate someone, whether they're good or bad. I appreciate, <laughs> like, the, you know. Be you know, dogmatic your in your yeah. ideology for Heather, please. Thank you. <laughs> it makes a villain so much better. Even when they know they're the villain or they don't believe they're the villain, like the Flag Smashers. But, like. Don't be out here flip-flopping. Heather, yeah. don't believe in changing your mind. What? Not without reason. <laughs> I want to see that journey of, you know, I'm redemption. I know what return. you're talking about. I'm I giving you shit. It was just like, oh, it took two seconds. And that made me think, like, that's why Gravik knew about her. Because, like, he sent her on this mission that he didn't really need to send her on for empty bags. Like, that was just so that she would draw them out. Draw them out. Um, and he doesn't seem to trust her at all. And uh, yeah, so I think he well aware of everything that's going on with her and that she was meeting with her father. And I'm thinking she maybe played. She already knew those bags were fake. So we'll see which one it is, because I interpreted it as she did a double cross, perhaps. Um, so oh. we'll see. Yeah. I didn't get a double cross vibe from her. I like that. So we'll see which one it is. Um, the next episode. Um. But yeah, so basically, the rest of this episode, they just blow some stuff up, and we lose Maria. That was absolutely shocking. Like, that final scene, I really enjoyed the, you know, the Gravik reveal when he shows up, and you realize that he's been following Fury the whole time. Mm -hmm. The transitions between when he switches between the different shells, mm -hmm. I just loved the way it was shot. Um, and then the end when you see Fury pull his gun out and then he shoots Maria for the, like the two, three seconds where you're like, was Fury a scroll the whole time? Did he just kill her? Um, and then you realize, no, it's Gravik again. But now why wouldn't Fury just kill Gravik when he's seen him changing into everybody? Like shoot that know. man in. Let's shoot it, that man. Frankly, they didn't seem like very good fucking spies. Like. Right. They spot her with the bags and then lose Talos it immediately. Tells them, yeah, lose immediately. Talos is like, oh, she's marked them with infrared. You didn't tell them that in your info dump beforehand. You're all wearing <laughs> the glasses, so They're I like, know oh, you okay. planned for it. Oh, okay, like, infrared. <laughs> lose them, lose them all immediately. And Fury doesn't like I don't know why they were all behind instead of having somebody up ahead to like pick up the handoff when you're fo following somebody. They Fury just stands there and like looks around while Maria and Talos are just like 
pushing through people frantically, but right next to each other instead of spreading out. I thought they were shitty fucking spies. Yeah, I agree, actually. And kind of deserved to get shot. Like I agree. I agree. You deserve um, everything because y'all didn't move fast enough. You was noticing all this stuff and you didn't move fast enough. Like, come on. And now Maria got to be gone. <sighs> that was like that hurt. That was shocking. That was I thought, you know, if they were going to kill her off, you would have thought it would have been later on. Yeah, it so was. We, we just got her back. We don't get much time with her. So it was like, come on. And I really loved her in this episode, too. Like, she was just very competent, um, like calling Fury out on his shit. Like, she didn't want him to come back to Earth. Because mm -hmm, she was like, you, it seemed like you haven't given a damn, really. So and you seem steps behind. You don't seem right. So why are and you somebody's here? going to get hurt because of it? And, and it that should have been our foreshadowing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then I was hoping, I was hoping she would turn into a green person, but no. Everybody was. Now, I'm like, it seemed that the Ross scroll turned into, like, the second he died is when he transitioned back to scroll, mm -hmm. And she looked like she died, died, like, mm -hmm. when he lets, sets her down. So, I don't... That's why they lingered on her body for so long, to let us know it's real. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, damn. And so then the other practical question is: so is like all that part of Russia radioactive now? Like, what the hell are we doing about that? Yeah, well, those bombs. First of all, Gaia said there were three bombs. There were like four or five explosions. Um, there were two bags. So I don't know. I guess she thought she was just carrying the decoy bags instead of the one bag with all three bombs. I don't. I was trying to do like explosion math, and it. Didn't <laughs> It didn't work out. The numbers did not compute. So, <laughs> but we'll see. Well, I, I don't think they were. They said dirty bombs. Wasn't that the whole point? Oh, you're right. So is Fury now like? Like, yeah. Are we all like gonna get like? What is happening? <laughs> Somebody explain it to me. Or was the dirty bomb information all fake and they were just regular bombs? <laughs> I hear uh, next week's episode might be a little better. So hopefully I get more engaged into it. Like as a first episode, this was like, okay, right? Yeah. I'm like, hmm, I'm fine with it. First episodes have girl. to do a lot. They have to do a lot. It's a lot of info dump. I have to see who all these people are now. Like I have to get a feel for this bad guy. Um, I don't really know too much about him. My cockamamie theory, just like right off the top of my head is like, maybe Fury had sex with a scroll somewhere and this is going to end up being Fury's son. If it happens, whatever. Like that's just my cockamamie theory. I don't know. I, I don't know why I think that. I don't know why I think that. But like, just the vibe that they have, all this like. Well, he felt your abandonment. He felt right. the, so he, much. Yes, we'll see. Thirty years. They mentioned thirty years an awful mm -hmm. lot, which gives you perfect time for what his age appears to be. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Oh my god! I'm putting I've that never, out there. I I hadn't heard that theory, and I fucking love it. We'll put it out there just to be far-fetched, but we'll see what happens. Then I can get all the credit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got this on tape. Like, I'll, I'll post this right now, and then we're going to hold you to it. Um, Have we done a secret love child in the MCU? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so yet. I don't think we did that soap opera trope yet. So I think it's time. It is time. Here, here. That would make this the best show. <laughs> You'll be popping your popcorn just like Fury. <laughs> like, mm, this is good. 
I love it. Okay. Um, anything uh, other major points from the episode that you wanted to touch it's just on? Just a lot of questions. I still don't really know what agency they're even working for. <laughs> like, is this Shield? Like, what is this? Oh yeah, because Shield isn't Shield. It's damage control. They're not damage control. Like, yeah, I'm still, I'm still unclear on to exactly because it, it doesn't seem like they have all the resources. It seems like you know that they would have a lot more agents with them for something like this. So why is it such a small group? Because they don't trust anyone, but why do they trust each other then? Mm, yeah. And why don't we have tech that, you know, you've known about scrolls for 30 years. We should have been developing tech that detects them. That's uh, true. I did like, I mean, I know it was a way to have the actors be in the show rather than special effects, makeup and stunt doubles. Um, but the warriors keep their human form to hide better. So mm -hmm. they're less detectable through yeah. whatever means um now i did wonder with gravik he stays he has his human shell but then he also is taking the shells of a bunch of other people like flipping back and forth so does that still keep him hidden as well or is he just more powerful i think he might just be more powerful if he's half human he's not more powerful you know sometimes they say that humanity makes you better that kind of thing they kind of do that sometimes oh Humanity has never made anybody better. It's I know, but they, they, they do it sometimes with like the alien mixing and stuff. Okay. They're like, oh, yeah, you're the combo of a human and an alien that makes you stronger than everybody. Yeah. They like to do that kind of stuff. Fair, fair. We'll see. I'm, um, I might just be all the way wrong. And might just be like, oh, it's two black people. So that, <laughs> they believe it. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you're in Russia. There aren't a lot of black people there. <laughs> Except everybody seems to be trying to hide out in Russia while being black. And I'm like, like when they had the scroll that shows up to new scrollers. Yeah, I'm right. Like, this is not the good disguise for you, buddy. We specifically mentioned that there are no black people here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, here your black ass showed up. Uh, <laughs> Oh. We need to get out of here. You have a quote. <laughs> um, I had a lot of things. First, I want to say I love Fury without his eye patch. Um, I love that his midlife crisis was uh, the Avengers. Uh huh. Um, and I want to know what it is that Maria means when she's, um, you know, Fury says he is having a crisis of faith. It followed him up there, but he said he came back because he owed it to Talos. And she said, "Sure, you're not talking about someone else." Is she mean Soren there? Either sword or, or does Gravik, he mean or secret love child Gravik? Yeah, and mm -hmm. she knows about the secret love child Gravik or Gravik's mother. <laughs> anyway, we um, <laughs> my uh, my quote, uh, obviously the wonderful Olivia Coleman, uh, when she's talking to her extraordinary thugs, uh, she's like, "Oh, you usually only scratch the surface of mediocrity." How nice. <laughs> Everything she said there was great. She's so polite, but condescending. <laughs> like a proper How about you? British lady. Um, uh, mine is, I know a bunch of good-looking scrolls, and you ain't one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. He knows a bunch of good-looking scrolls, like the one he fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's I'm just... Other. This is going to be our pet theory, and we're going to be so mad when it's not true. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Mephisto all over <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so good. I love it. Uh, All what's right. the score you're giving this one? I'm going to give this one a uh, six and a half. Okay. I was going to, I'm doing six out of 10. What are, what are, what are things? Oof, what do I want to say here? Um, 
I don't know. What uh what what did we have what's a, here? What's a scroll thing? Fracking pods. Oh, okay. Fracking pods. <laughs> what was the fucking what, name of that stupid what they scroll them. plant? Oh, I didn't write that down. I thought about it and I was like, I didn't write that down. Thing and down. then the the blue blue scroll fruit. Yeah. Uh, fruity fruits. <laughs> whatever you gave it a six i gave it a six and a half yeah and, that's uh, where we're at and we're we'll, looking we'll, forward to next week but we'll see what happens you know holding my breath i guess so. yeah we're lukewarm right now but that means it's, it's, it's things can get spicy follow us at tesseract tv uh on our socials and stuff and what at tesseract tv podcast is the, at, at gmail.com or something tesseract tv podcast at gmail.com that's our email that's yep, that is our email. Yeah. We will uh, we will check that. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, hit the follow button, five stars, whatever platform you're listening to us on allows you to do. That's very helpful, and we appreciate it. Tell your friends and your mama know about us. And, uh, well, it depends how stuff. cool your mama is because we we talk about fucking and we use curse words a lot. How, well, how do you? Mm, she know how she made you. Anyways, okay, bye. <laughs> I can't believe that's the note we're ending on. <laughs> Avengers, and you will be avenged, Cousin!